Hello and welcome. This is Nadia with Art of Sia, and today is Whining Wednesdays. I am so thankful that you are here joining me today. And if today is your first time with me, welcome. You're in for a treat. I have my husband, Mr. Terrell Patterson, with me. And we are going to discuss the challenges that the entrepreneur wife faces from a male perspective. Remember that Art of Sia focuses in on three key ideas, seed planting, recognizing illusions, and acts of kindness. Begin to tune into these so that you can change your perception in order to change your situation. Let's get started. All right, well, welcome, Mr. Patterson, to Whining Wednesdays. This is your first time with me. I am so thankful to have you with me. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. I got to get up in the microphone, but I'm glad to be here today, baby. Um, yes, I'm very proud of you, and I'm here for, um, for my interview. All right, thank you. Or for wine and wins. I'm for here for wine the wine. And right, well, you know what? Let's take our wine break early then, because he did say that he was about to be done with his glass, so I better hurry up. So let's take our wine break first. So today I have a Chateau Ducasa. It's a Bordeaux. It is a white, a 2021. I picked this because Mr. Patterson is a white wine drinker. He does not like reds very much. So in tribute to him, I wanted to give him something that he might enjoy. So what do you think about this? I like it. Yeah, this one's pretty good. I'm not really a wine drinker, like you just stated, but kind of light and refreshing sweet yeah, those things. <laughs> okay all right so again that is a chateau du casa it is a bordeaux 2021 all right well let's go ahead and get into it today so as i mentioned i want to talk about the entrepreneur wife and over the course of the last 23 years that we've been together there have been many many challenges with being the wife of an entrepreneur and i kind of want to get that from your perspective and i think the very first thing i want to know from you is what would you have told me as your wife but the 32 year old Nadia about being the wife of an entrepreneur being the wife of someone who is building something from nothing well that's a very good question uh I guess we're looking in hindsight today how would I answer that yeah like how would yeah how would today how what would you tell me back you know right when we first got married well, it would be similar to a conversation that we had uh, about two weeks ago when we were out at um, mm-hmm. somewhere downtown on the, the rooftop. Godfrey. The guy free. Yep, and for New Year's. We had mm-hmm. a, um, a couple, another married couple, ask me a question like that, and they were in their 30s. So my answer would be similar to what I uh, proposed to that couple at that time, and it was that it's going to definitely take a lot of patience and that... It will be well worth it in the end, but through the trials and tribulations that you're going to have to understand that there's going to be moments where that we aren't going to be able to 
necessarily live the lifestyle of our earnings during certain years because my focus was way bigger than um, just attaining comfort. Mm -hmm. My goals were much bigger than that. So I would have told you, like I told them, that you're going to have to uh, buckle your seatbelt and be ready for uh, the ups and the downs. And it's going to be a lot of downs. And you're not going to be able to do what you want to do or live the lifestyle you really want to live at that time. Right. But through patience, that will come. Right. So specifically in that conversation that we were having, I do recall the young lady um, talking kind of like about having her husband, you know, help mop the floor to help clean up. You know, she's been home all day and clean and, you know, you're taking care of the kids. And, you know, during that time of our lives, you know, I was working, too. And so, you know, you're asking us to be patient, but where we have all of these other responsibilities. So you made a very interesting comment. I don't know. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, of course I remember what I told her. I told her that uh, there's people for that, that she will not have to do that long, and that she may never have to do that again if she trusts and believes in her husband to be able to do the right thing as an entrepreneur and to be able to get that family uprooted and off the ground and become very successful with his entrepreneurship. And she will never have to do that again, possibly. Right. So I know a couple of weeks ago I had even talked about how my mother used to always say to me, um, suck it up, buttercup, um, you know, just about just different issues in life or, you know, how you get stressed out and you're just like, suck it up. You know, you're not the first woman to go through this. There's certain things that we just have to kind of put our big girl panties on and we're going to have to deal with this. And and I think, unfortunately, that that's some of the things that creep in because we do sit back and think, you know, well, I work, too. And it's just a lot on us as we are in the the infancy of the business building, right? So when, as you said, we're not in our comfort zone right now, there's a lot of uncertainties and long hours and um, children take a lot of work. So I thought that that was interesting. But the one thing that you did say to her also was um, that man can't take his brain power away from building the business to mop a floor. Yes, that's exactly what I said. Because at that time, that's exactly what I felt. In my 30s, I don't have time to mop a floor. I'm busy building a multi-million dollar business. Mopping the floor will slow that down. Right. Right. And especially because, you know, in a lot of traditional households, that's kind of like the woman's responsibility, right? We're the homemakers where you guys are the providers and you're supposed to be out in the, you know, providing and protecting the family while we're at home you know what I'm saying? So I think when we're trying to pass off our responsibilities to you because we're overwhelmed, it just seems a little bit unfair. Of course. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so now that we're in the comfort zone, I do kind of want to tell you a little story I was thinking about the other day. For those of you who don't know, we are currently in renovations in our home. And that's a lot of work. Oh, my goodness. And I don't know if you guys know this, but Terrell is a real estate developer. 
And he rehabs homes as a living amongst another 12 jobs that he actually does. Um, but that's kind of like his main bread and butter. And to sit back and to, to be able to finally see what actually goes into this career, it's kind of mind blowing. And as I opening, right? So all of those years back in our thirties, I'm at home and I don't really see the day-to-day things that happen, but today, well, not today, but yesterday when I'm running around town trying to find light bulbs and paint and countertops and it starts to get overwhelming for me, I had to sit back and think about, wow, this is what you do all the time. And I understand it probably has become kind of routine for you, but I think that it's the blessing to be able to kind of be on the other side now looking at it. Um, Because then as I'm out there doing these things, now I can kind of more relate to the stress that you have when you're away from home. Do you understand what I'm saying? Of course I do. Yeah, it's a lot of work. HGTV has a lot of people fooled out here. (laughs) It's hard work. (laughs) Right, it is. And I mean, it's even like something so simple. Like he told me, um, I don't know, go pick out a shower faucet. Okay, easy. I can go pick that faucet out. I pick out the faucet. Then do you know, we honestly had a half an hour discussion about where the faucet was going to go in the wall. I don't care about where it's going in the wall. That's something I never thought about. But it is a decision that has to be made. Yes, I'll provide you with the options on which walls are available. Help me decide which wall you want it on. Right, but this it wasn't your house. right. But it wasn't even just the wall. It was like how far up the wall do you want it, and how far in from the. I'm like, oh my goodness, if <laughs> he just doesn't put the shower head on the wall. But you know, I guess those are the little things. So it's it's nice to be able to sit back and and to see things from his world. Gives me a different appreciation. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. A different appreciation for what my husband does for his family that I don't see. Um, So thank you, baby. Yes. Thank you for all the light switches you've picked out and all those homes you've built. Thank you. (laughs) Cheers. Hey. Mm, What else? What else would you tell an entrepreneur wife? What are some of the things maybe... Um, oh, I know I have a good one here. So as we were in our most trying times, it seemed like you played a lot of softball. Well, you did play a lot of softball. And I think now looking back at that time, I realized, you know, there was a lot going on and it was a way for you to get release, um, you know, from all the stresses that you had, trying to make sure that we ended up exactly where we are today back then. So that's a lot of stress on you and you didn't need to be able to to get away from that. But when you're in the moment of it and there's other things that are happening within your marriage that maybe let some insecurities creep in, what would you say to the woman who is kind of questioning the movement of her husband? Well, first, uh, that's a good question. I had something else I wanted to speak about, and they both coincide. So 
I'll try and tie them in together. Both of them start with, you have to trust and believe in your husband, first of all. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that I wanted to say prior to you asking this question is everyone doesn't have a multimillion dollar dream or goal. So it depends on what your husband or what your mate is trying to attain. And you have to believe in him if you know he's capable of that. If you don't believe he's capable of it, of course, it's going to be hard to believe in him. So then that's a whole nother issue. But back to the question that you asked. You have to believe and trust in him at the same time, knowing he needs a release. He needs an out. He's telling you how busy he is. Maybe you don't see it because you're not part of that day to day life. But you see the hours that he's putting in. Soon you'll see the results. At that time, of course, the 30-year-olders don't see the results. So what needs to be done is just basically love shown at home. I hope I did that in the 30s. I'm not sure if I perfected that. Yet, you're busy trying to build my goals, my dreams at that point, or to build a multi-million dollar business. And it just is hard work. It's a lot of hard work. So you're constantly working, working, working. And you just have to have someone that believes and trusts in you. And you have to trust and believe in them as well. That way, because they have a lot of free time because you're out working. So it goes both ways, really. You have to believe and trust in each other. And really, it has to be a real love there. That's a good point. Coming from your perspective, that the woman also has free time, right? So did you ever think during that time frame? Or do you think a lot of people like focus in on maybe what, what it is that she's doing? What is it that I was doing? Or were you so focused in on the business and creating that, that it never crossed your mind? Or was it just trust or? Very vaguely, but not really with you, because I did trust and believe in you. So no, that really never crept in. I mean, you, you're told as you're growing up, never trust no 100%, you know, but it pretty much was 99% because uh, I kind of felt as if as well, you know, just um, here, wine and Wednesdays, as I take a sip, hey, if she's not going to stick around for the results, she's the one, she's my wife, but if she don't stick around for the results and I know they're coming, she may not see them or know they're coming, then that's going to be her loss. But overall, I hope she sticks around for these results because this is my wife. This is who we chose. We chose each other. Right, right. And I, I love that you just brought that up, that if she doesn't stick around. So I do think one of the things that I want you all to understand is that there is a silver lining to all of this hard work, right? As long as you have a God-fearing man, and just like Terrell said, as long as he is putting in the work and the grind in order to provide this life for the family, all of this time and energy that you put in, it's going to be a waste later on down when you sit back and you look at some other chick With everything that you could have had, but you wanted to be all caught up in your feelings because he wasn't home because he was out making money. It just, it doesn't make sense. It's like counterintuitive or something to me. You're going to put in all this work through all the hard years of raising the kids and building the business. And then when things start to get good, now y'all looking at each other like, I don't even really like each other because you weren't willing to kind of put some of that stuff aside and to see the long term. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We have um, someone that I know going through that right now. So, yeah, those that's real life. Yeah, I think it's just sad when, when you do that. 
and then you look up and someone else is living your life. But it's hard. I get it. But I guess I would say stay the course. Um, Again, I don't know who you married. You know. But if you're looking at an illusion and you think that he's out there doing something he's not doing or that maybe he should be providing more in the home, none of that is love. So when you're looking at some of your insecurities and some of the stresses in your life, you've got to make sure that you're trying to find the love in it. And if you cannot find love, you're looking at an illusion. If I'm going to sit back and go on hindsight back to the days where Terrell is running out to the the softball field and I'm looking at that like he's cheating on me because I don't know where he is. He said he was out playing softball, but I don't know that if I'm going to start looking at that, that's not love. Cheating is not love. So that cannot be true that that's what he's doing. It might be what he's doing, but you can't live your life thinking the worst, right? You can't. You definitely have to eliminate the negative thoughts in your mind. Positive thinking is what we're doing here. Right. Now, if there's something that smacks you in the face, then... Yeah, that's something different, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. We were talking about the entrepreneur wife and some of the struggles that we go through. And I think it's very important that you do not let resentment sit in. So as you're sitting back, getting caught up in your feelings and the, well, I work too. I think that's one of the biggest phrases that I hear from women when they're talking about when they're talking about equality in the marriage is the woman is always going to say, well, I work too. What do you have to say to women who are using that almost as an excuse? I kind of think it's a kind of an excuse. How can you, from your perspective? Well, as you already know, I look at life different. So I feel like, okay, you work too and you have a great career yet you still have a boss. So I look at that differently. I look at it as if we all know that boss or that company can fire you Mm -hmm. at any day, any moment. You're not a boss. You got a boss. Jay. Real talk. It is. So with that being said, I look at it different. I look at it as if you're going to work and you're, you're slaving for this company, even though you have a great career. But this is my thoughts. You slaving. I think this about most jobs. You're slaving to get a paycheck weekly or biweekly, yet they can get they could dispose of you at any moment with short notice or no notice. So at that point, what I was trying to build, I knew that only I could dictate whether or not I succeed or not, whether I get fired or not, whether I quit what entrepreneur trail I'm on or not. So I felt as if I was on the right trail because I had studied long and hard. I knew I was on the right trail. I had uh, supporting evidence of it. So at that point, I realized that there was no job that could be equal to what I was pursuing at that moment. So my situation is different. That's how I felt. There was no job that could compare or either compete what what I was building. Yeah. 
And while today I agree with him 1000%, it was definitely something that it took me a while to understand because what you have to understand is that this is, it was somewhat my identity, right? We kind of get brainwashed as we're growing up as to a certain way that we're supposed to live life. You know, you go to college, you get a job, you go to work. And like he said, I do have a great career and that kind of became my identity. You know, I'm a, a great employee. I am respected at my job that my peers look up to me. I'm competent in what I do. And for you to you work at home every day. Well, that's today. That wasn't back then. I didn't work from home every day back then. Um, but as you're going through that, it just seems like, well, it's almost like you're not being seen, right? And like you, what you're trying to do is more important than what I've built with my own path, right? And so that there, not being seen, that's, that's a negative thought. Right. So that's not at all what he just said. But unfortunately, when you look back, then that's kind of like how how I'm viewing that, because I don't have the same mindset that he has, because I've been brainwashed to think a different way. So whenever he's coming to me with, you know, with. You're not a boss, you got a boss. I'm disposable. Those aren't really good feelings, right? So it just takes some time, I think, to to retrain your brain to understand that, okay, well, yeah, I am loyal. I am dedicated. I am competent. And everything he said is also correct. They will dispose of me because I am just a number on a piece of paper to them. So why do I put so much time and energy into that organization when I can be putting the same time and energy into my family. And if that means that I have to mop the floor because he is out playing softball to get a release, that's what it means. Mopping the floor temporarily. Because we got people for that today. That is. (laughs) So I also wanted to touch base on just the working employees out there. There's nothing wrong with having a job. That's my perspective of things. Everyone is not meant to be an entrepreneur. Right. Yeah. I have a college degree. I don't use my college degree. I thought I was going to be an employee for the rest of my life. Things shifted. My career shifted. I saw what it felt like to be an employee. I had a different mindset that I was moving forward in because of the route that my life was going. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with being an employee. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's hard work. All right, well, I think that wraps it up today for Wine and Wednesdays. Hopefully we were able to shed some light on maybe some issues that you're experiencing in your own relationship as it comes to being patient and being able to see things long term. Remember, if you are stuck in a situation where you are stressed out, you need to look for love and keep looking until you find it because everything else is an illusion. This man married you because he chose you. I do not believe men get married to women they don't want to be married to. 
I do think situations happen during the marriage where they just don't like you no more. But we're not going to get to that point. We're going to stop it before it gets there. And remember, our goal is to be happily married. God first. Positive thoughts. Love. Thank you for sticking with me. And I want to thank you, my dear husband. I love you. And I appreciate you being my very first interview. I love you too, baby. And I appreciate you being my very first wife. (laughs) And only wife. Your very first. Right. You better have put that in there. All right. um, Please, please go out to Instagram and Facebook and follow me at art.of.sia. That's S-I-A. And if you're interested in any one-on-one coaching, you can always find me on my website, artofsia.com. Until next time, take care of each other.